Cherry Hill Volvo, we have absolutely incredible offers and a plethora of both new and certified Volvos from which to choose. We are eager to offer amazingly competitive prices, plus an additional $1,000 Costco discount on all new Cherry Hill Volvos. When leasing or purchasing a new or certified Cherry Hill Volvo, you become a valued part of our team. Join Cherry Hill Volvo for the pricing and attention you deserve. I am Judith Krepnick, president of Cherry Hill Volvo. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. WPHT, WPHT, HD, WOGL, HD3, Philadelphia. From the Cherry Hill Volvo Studios, where relationships matter. Always live on the free Odyssey app. The revolution will be broadcast. This is the next generation of talk. Now, this is the drive at 5.30 minutes of non-stop talk with Rich Zioli. Greg Abbott says the Constitution empowers the state to take action if the federal government does not. He's absolutely correct about that. But already, civil rights groups are suing because how dare the governor of, the, of a state try to make his state secure. Welcome back to the show. Glad you're here today. 855-839-1210 on Twitter at Rich Zioli. And a federal judge is now demanding the unsealing of Jeffrey Epstein's pals. Jeffrey Epstein, who did not kill himself, as you know. A federal judge ruled on Tuesday that documents containing the identities of over 150 associates of the late financier and convicted sex offender Jeffrey Epstein will be unsealed after the new year. ABC News reported that New York Judge Loretta Preska ordered the documents unveiled on January 1st, 2024, as part of a settled civil lawsuit by Epstein accuser Virginia Goofrey against Epstein's confidant, Ghislaine Maxwell, who is currently serving a 20-year prison sentence for her own involvement in the sex trafficking scheme. The date was set for early January, so those who objected to their names being revealed could file their own objections. The report says that the names and the documents could include Epstein's victims, co-conspirators, and innocent associates. Any of the named individuals who are minors will remain unidentified. While the news will have everyone following the Epstein case chomping at the bit to know who was doing business with the financier, ABC News provided more detail about what could be contained in the specific documents set to be unsealed. Quote, the documents may not make clear why a certain individual became associated with the lawsuit, but more than 150 people are expected to be identified in hundreds of files that may expose more about Epstein's sex trafficking of women and girls in New York, New Mexico, the U.S. Virgin Islands, and elsewhere. Some of the names may simply have been included in depositions, email, or legal documents. Epstein and Maxwell worked together for years for targeting, grooming, and luring girls as young as 14 to work in massage parlors and other environments where they were abused and trafficked to others, including allegedly some very high-profile individuals. So we will wait with bated breath for that to be a thing and to happen. Look at that. That will be fantastic. I'm excited for that. Looking forward to that. Can't wait to see who's on the list. Jeffrey Epstein, of course, as you know, did not kill himself. And they've been trying to trying so hard to cover this up for the longest time. But maybe we'll get some truth. Uh, in the state of New Jersey, remember that Fugazi candidate? The Democrats, what, they, what the Democrats try to accomplish uh, never ceases to amaze me. Never forget that cheating is real. Never forget that Democrats try sleazy tricks all the time. Whether it's Philadelphia, whether it's South Jersey, uh, North Jersey, on and on it goes. This is also something I talked to Dana Perino about in her podcast yesterday. And uh, I'm very happy about the fact that I had a nice chat with her. We talked about corruption in Philadelphia. We talked about the, the vote being secure. And it's true. I mean, there is rampant corruption that goes on in this region of the country. The old joke by former Governor Brendan Byrne, a Democrat who was also the Essex County prosecutor back in the day, he said, when I die, I want to be buried in Hudson County 
so that I can remain active in politics. But if he was traveling down to South Jersey, he would say Camden County, just depended on which corrupt county he was in. Well, if you remember, there was the phantom Fugazi candidate named Giuseppe Costanzo. Well, according to David Wildstein over at NJ Globe, and thanks to my buddy Steve Paccaraduni for sending this my way, the shadowy independent expenditure group is facing a lawsuit from the Republican State Committee and a move that potentially transforms them from bystanders to aggressive watchdogs over campaign spending. The New Jersey Election Law Enforcement Commission will intervene in a lawsuit involving Jersey Freedom. This is that shadowy group. The panel will become part of a lawsuit filed by the New Jersey Republican State Committee after a unanimous vote by the four commissioners, two Democrats and two Republicans. Chairman Tom Prohl said the panel will work to seek out transparency in New Jersey elections. He later said ELEC will seek to offer the commission's perspective on the law. Jason Cena, the Republican State Committee attorney, wants officials of Jersey freedom, including phantom candidates and the circulators and signers of their petitions to testify under oath. The tenebrous Jersey Freedom Group, founded in September and run out of a post office box in Jamaica, Queens, spent money supporting a phantom state Senate candidate named Giuseppe Costanzo, who had a conservative slogan in an apparent attempt to siphon votes from the Republican candidate, who was the legitimate candidate. They sent attack mailers to GOP voters, and they ran cable TV ads on Fox News. In one filing, the group showed a $45,000 expenditure with debt and no revenues. Now, a member of judge froze their bank account days before the election, but by then it was way too late. The coffers had been emptied. The ads were already run. The mail pieces had already gone out. After the election became clear, another South Jersey Democratic independent expenditure group known as Brighter Future Forward entirely funded Jersey Freedom. The Carpenters Union, another South Jersey connected independent group, the American Representative Majority primarily funded them. American Representative Majority received a $1.9 million loan from Democrat power broker George Norcross. The attorney for Jersey Freedom, William Tambusi, is also the longtime counsel to the Camden County Democratic Committee. Jersey Freedom claims to be in full compliance with the new Election Transparency Act, which eliminated 48-hour notifications of donations and expenditures. Giuseppe Costanzo a 62-year-old restaurant account manager from Clementon, remained a mythical figure on the campaign trail. He raised no money, opened no social media accounts, and had practically no digital footprint. He made no case for his own candidacy and no longer answers his cell phone. Until earlier this year, he wasn't even a registered voter. His conservative running mate, Maureen Dukes Penrose, a Democrat, told the New Jersey Globe that retiring state Senator Fred Madden, a former Gloucester County Democrat chairman, encouraged her to run as an independent. Madden denies that. Jersey Freedom also made independent expenditures in support of Libertarian Senate candidate Sean Peck in the 2nd District. Peck's outage over the Jersey Freedom mailer let outrage led him to drop out of the race and endorse state Senator Vince Palestina for re-election. So good. Good that they're going to try to get to the bottom of this. Good. I'm glad. Because we have to pursue election fraud into all of its absolute ugliness and filth. And there's a lot of it. There is a lot of it in the Democrat Party because the Democrats play dirty. They do. Period. They do. You cannot deny that fact. You know, there was a montage of Joe Biden going on about, for example, um, everybody has to pay their fair share of taxes, pay their fair share. And all these Bidens turn out to be uh, tax cheats. All these Bidens turn out to be tax cheats. The tax-dodging daughter, an access-selling brother, and a sister-in-law flush with foreign cash. If you think Hunter's shady, says David Marcus, read what else is being revealed about Joe's family. How many times have you heard, have you heard Joe Biden lecture about paying your fair share, right? It's been a thing with him. Less than a week ago, House Republicans launched a formal impeachment inquiry into the 46th president. And oh boy, the Bidens sure are keeping these investigators busy. New evidence emerged linking Biden and his clan to yet another influence peddling operation. And this time it involves Joe's little brother, Jim. And then it turns out Ashley Biden, the first daughter, reportedly owed $5,000 in income taxes from 2015 to 2021. Now, this pales in comparison to Hunter's $1.4 million, but what is it about Joe's kids allegedly ripping off the government? 
It's almost as if they think the rules don't apply to them because they are privileged little brats. And then I mentioned to you yesterday, Jim Biden was caught on a FBI wiretap when he was engaged as a lobbyist in D.C. and working on getting his brother to back a tobacco bill that he was absolutely opposed to at one point and then became a champion of because isn't that amazing how money works, right? Isn't that something, how that happens? Now, the big problem that we have right now, of course, with the Democrat Party is that you and I both know they are a bunch of freaking extremists and whack jobs. And as my friend Kennedy put it, fetishists with all kinds of kink that gets displayed, whether it's transgender activists showing their tatas on the South Lawn of the White House outside the Rose Garden, or it's Senate sex videos, or it's supporting people that walk around showing their junk in sorority houses and in female locker rooms, the Democrat Party has embraced absolute lunatics. They've also embraced anti-Semitism. A majority of Americans age 18 to 24 think Israel should be ended and given to Hamas. Where do you think that comes from? Who do you think those voters are, out of curiosity? They want to see Israel ended and given to Hamas. They want to see the the annihilation of Israel. Where do you think that comes from? Do you think those voters are conservative? you think those voters are Republicans? Huh? You think so? No, of course not. You know better than that. You and I both know exactly where this comes from. There's new allegations against Harvard's president, too. This time now, it might be as many as 60 different scholarly articles she may have plagiarized. 60. And a little bit, I'm going to talk to you about the LGBTQ++ IA, every letter of the alphabet, activist, transgender activist in Philadelphia, who has been accused of rape. We'll get into that with you uh, in the next segment of the show, before I take over for the great one, Mark Levin. But remember, as all this is happening right now, and everybody looks like, they, they, they all look like a bunch of freaks. They're also embracing, and this is why the Republicans need to stand up and say hell no to this. They are embracing what you can call the modern lobotomists, and I'm talking about gender doctors. When Nikki Haley and Chris Christie both said they want to keep government out of it, I said that's wrong. Parents are not allowed to beat their children within an inch of their life. They're not allowed to give their kids drugs and alcohol. They're not allowed to molest their children. There's all kinds of laws to keep parents from hurting their own children. Because unfortunately, you have bad parents out there. And children deserve liberty. And children are also considered to be actual people with inalienable rights. They may not have all the rights yet, but they are still considered to be inalienable people who have rights given to them by God. And if the parents try to do something to hurt those children, that's when the government has to step in and protect them until they have all of their mental capacity and the full rights of the law. That's a very common sense way to do it. You can't turn around and say, I get to molest my daughter because I'm her father. It doesn't work that way in this country. You can't say, I get to give my, my, my eight-year-old bourbon every night because I'm his dad. I know what's best for him. We all agree that there are truly disturbed people out there. So when it comes to allowing kids to go down the road of transgender surgeries, why is it that Democrats and some Republican candidates are believing that government needs to stay the hell out of it? It's a $2.1 billion industry. Gender reassignment surgery. A $2.1 billion industry. And I guess the question that I have is, when it comes to children, and they don't know what's best for themselves... And you have a lot of woke parents who think this is okay. Don't you need somebody to come in and defend the rights of those kids from those parents who think it looks good or somehow will make them feel really special at the cocktail party when they're drinking Chablis on the main line? Yes, I let Jimmy uh, cut his schwanz off because, um, uh, you know, we're just so progressive in our family. And then a few years later, when Jimmy realizes he's made a terrible mistake and can't get it back on, uh, that's a problem. But his brain at 13, 14, 15, 16 isn't fully developed and they might make some mistakes. You know, the the woke parents on the main line who think it looks really, really good for their friends at Haverford to let them know that they allowed their daughter to go through gender reassignment surgery, which of course means mutilating her body and cutting off her breasts and taking these experimental drugs and everything else. Uh, At some point, if she regrets all this, what do you do? How do, you, how do you put that genie back in that bottle? The answer is you can't, and that's the problem. But with a $2.1 billion industry and gender reassignment, you see where the money is. You understand the power of money. You understand that these hospitals and these doctors and these research facilities and all these other places stand 
to lose a lot of cash if these things are not allowed to be done on children. So they get the lobbyists out there and they get all the spokespeople out there and they talk about how this is science and this is the right thing to do. And you have one political party that's embracing this, the Democrat Party. They are embracing this because they embrace freaks. They embrace freak shows. Kennedy put it best in her piece at the Daily Mail. White House dime bags, a crack and gorge first son, topless trans activists, and now a lurid Senate sexcapade. America is overrun by fetishist weirdos and whack jobs and we all know who's to blame. It's the Democrat Party who's to blame, but it's the same party. That's the same party that thinks it's okay for kids, I'm not talking about adults, but for children to go down this road and that the parents should be able to make that decision. And I don't, and I'm sorry, but I think if Republicans don't have the courage to stand up and say no, just like I wouldn't allow uh, parents to molest kids, I wouldn't allow parents to, uh, to beat their children within an inch of their life, I wouldn't think it's okay for children to get their kids um, S-faced, drunk every night, give them hard drugs. I wouldn't let that happen. I would, I would not say that's okay just because they're, cho- they're your children, but they're not your, they're not your property. Just like we say the state's not your property either. These are still individuals with inalienable rights that deserve protection under the government and the Constitution from parents who unfortunately would make very destructive decisions for children who don't know better. A 13-year-old kid who looks at the pressures of social media and pressures of being of going through puberty and thinks this is okay and the parents who want to look virtue signaling and back this and write the check or pay for it. The, log- the legislators and lobbyists who want the government to pay for this for children. In a $2.1 billion industry, there's a lot of money behind this. So no, I, I think that if you cannot come out and say, absolutely not. We're not going to allow this to happen to children. You're not worthy of Republican support in this primary, period. It's not a matter of keeping the government out of it. You know, you want to, you, you want to take this, this big libertarian approach. The people who are saying this, Chris Christie and Nikki Haley, tend to want the government involved in a whole lot of things in your life, by the way. A lot of things in your life, including having the government ban TikTok, for example, which is one of Nikki Haley's big things. Having the government force adults to register on social media. But when it comes to protecting children, suddenly she's some big libertarian who says, don't, don't let the government come between parents and, their, and, and doctors. Really? That's rich, isn't that? That's really, really rich. I have a hard time believing that nonsense. These are not people that have a, a much like the college presidents who uh, suddenly become the arbiters of, 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 of defense of freedom of speech when it's people chanting, chanting death to Israel, uh, when they've had a track record years and years of shutting down free speech and free expression on college campuses. Considering that Christie and Haley have both been people that have advocated a lot of government in the past and still do in many ways, for them to come out now and act like they're these big freedom fighters on this issue, uh, no. Because that just shows that you're playing both sides. That's what that shows you right there. And you're afraid of the issue. And I'm telling you, I'm telling you Republicans right now should embrace this issue. Don't run from it. Embrace it. Be the party that says no. Be the party that says no to biological males playing women's sports. Be the party that says no to biological men in the women's dressing room or the women's locker room. Be the party that says no to biological dudes living in uh, female sorority houses. Say no. I'm telling you people stand with you on this. They may not say it publicly. They may not come out and put it on Facebook because they're afraid of getting canceled. Because again, the, the loud voices of the intolerant bigots on the left will always expose people for saying this stuff who don't have what I have the ability to do, which is to use a microphone to express my opinions honestly and openly. Uh, but that doesn't mean that they don't agree with me. It doesn't mean that the majority, the overwhelming, overwhelming majority doesn't agree with me. I know they do. I'm telling you they do. Don't doubt me on this. 855-839-1210 if you want to weigh in on Twitter at Rich Zioli. As we continue here with 30 minutes of nonstop talk before I take over for the great one, Mark Levin, coming up. Uh, Matt as I see on the cut sheet you've prepared for me today, you have Eric Adams with the worst political answer you've ever heard. Yes. Is that true? Uh, Maybe underselling it, actually. And I have to credit Henry. He sent this to me uh, last night, and I clicked on the link he sent. I listened to it, and it was so bad that I actually didn't believe that it was real. I thought it was some sort of AI-generated response uh, and had been altered. Um, But sure enough, it's real. You have confirmed the authenticity of this statement by New York City Mayor Eric Adams. Sadly, yes. I was actually hoping it wasn't real. (laughs) 
It's it's it, it's <laughs> it's a surreal okay. answer to a question. It, what was the question? Out of curiosity. So uh, the, to describe New York City in one word. In one word. Correct. Okay. And I'm, I'm guessing based on that, he doesn't give just one word. Is that, is that a fair yes. assessment? Yes, that is a very fair assessment. It's a horrible, rambling response. All right. Well, without further ado, gentlemen. Mr. Mayor, we've come to the end of what was a very eventful 2023, right? <laughs> so when you look at the totality of the year, if you had to describe it, and it's tough to do, in one word, what would that word be? And tell me why. Uh, New York. Uh, this is a place where every day you wake up, uh, you could experience everything from a plane crashing into our trade center to a, a person who's celebrating a new business that's open. Uh, this is a very, very complicated city, and that's why it's the greatest city on the globe. Uh, really? Really? Did I just hear that? God. Yeah. You could wake up with a plane crashing into the Twin Towers and also celebrate somebody opening a... He really just said that? Uh, unbelievably, yes. I, I got I to hear it again. I got to hear it again. I don't, believe, I don't believe it. Try one more time. One All more right, time. Here it is. Word. What would that word be? And tell me why. Uh, New York. Uh, this is a place where every day you wake up, uh, you could experience everything from a plane crashing into our trade center to a, a person who's celebrating a new business that's open. Every day you can experience that? What? He's not really selling it right there, huh? Hey, come to New York, kids. Every day you can experience a plane crashing into buildings. Uh, Oof. <laughs> That is cringe, as the kids say. Cringe. Horrible. What a gaffe. Oh, man. Tourism's about to take a hit. <laughs> yeah, no pun intended, right? <laughs> Literally, no pun intended. Does not make me want to visit the city. <laughs> no. Ah, listen, come to New York. Every day you can experience uh, muggings, crime, um, <laughs> prostitution, homeless guys getting off on the streets, creepy people dressed up in fake Disney costumes, planes crashing into buildings. Oh, and also um, um, uh, the Christmas tree, the holiday tree in Rockefeller Center. Ice skaters, carolers, and crack cocaine. And don't forget a person celebrating a new business. And a person celebrating a new business, which is about to be robbed. A new business which will be robbed in, oh, wait for it, three, two, one. New York City Mayor Eric Adams. Guess that's better than a plane hitting it. Well, that's true. Yeah, a person uh, celebrating a new business, uh, watching and hoping that a plane doesn't crash into it and kill everybody. Am I right? All right? <laughs> Oof. Man. I thought he was better at this. And you're positive that that is an actual answer from the New York City mayor. I double, triple, quadruple checked. That's 100% real somehow. Now, how, how does that compare to New York, D.C. Mayor Muriel <laughs> Bowser? And this clip. I'm so glad you went to this one next, because this one's pretty bad, too. But I feel like she benefits from Eric Adams' terrible response because no one's talking about it. Everyone's focused on how um, how awful Eric Adams is at his job. Uh, They've completely overlooked this Muriel Bowser clip. But this is his answer was terrible. This is just flat out weird. Do you want to listen to it? Oh, yes, please. All right. It takes a second to get to the good part, but just wait it out. And set it up for me. What's going on here? Okay, so she is at some sort of holiday celebration uh, at the John A. Wilson building in Washington, D.C. There are people um, there to uh, partake in the festivities, and then there are also pro-Palestinian protesters. Um, So she's trying to, I guess, emcee this event while simultaneously getting uh, shouted down by these these protesters. Gotcha. Okay. Setting the scene. So here it is. Thank you, everybody. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, everybody. Thank you, everybody. These are our DC values. We respect one another. We love one another. And we stand side by side with each other. Thank you, everybody. Thank you, everybody. We would like our guests to respect the D.C. residents who are here. 
D.C. residents join me. We are in a world certainly with difficult times. This little light of mine, I'm gonna let it shine. This little light of mine, I'm gonna let it shine. This little light of mine, I'm gonna let it shine. Let it shine, let it shine, let it shine. Oh man. That was your strategy to shut down the anti-Israel protesters? <laughs> they did quiet down a bit. <laughs> yeah, everybody, even everybody that united the room, they're like, well, this is terrible. <laughs> and I know we all hate each other, but still, can we all agree on this at least? Everyone's just shocked. <laughs> Maybe they should send her to the Israel-Gaza uh, epicenter and just have her sing. Maybe then... <laughs> be like the equivalent of Kendall Jenner in the Pepsi commercial. <laughs> <laughs> so bad. Oof. <laughs> Man, interesting strategy to get the uh, protesters to shut up, though. Yeah, and why that song out of, out of curiosity? It's not, it's not even Christmas. Yeah, she's better. She's better at that job too. These are, we don't have many very talented people actually in elected office. If you notice, can we use that song as return? I get, again, I know it's not a Christmas song, but can we use that as return music? It's up to Henry. Uh, how about no? How nah, about, come on. How about no? Only if it's Muriel Bowser's version. Yeah, obviously. <laughs> That's the only version you would want to play. How about no, Scott? I thought you did a good job. <laughs> I thought you did a good job, yeah. Oh, that was beautiful. Very epic. talented. If epic, epic job. The whole poli- politics thing doesn't work out. She can always oh, be it's a performer. <laughs> yeah, no, it's not going to work out. And then we have uh, Alec Baldwin, who, of course, at one time was a uh, uh, host on WPH, uh, WP, uh, uh, Eddie Calls, Ivan. Uh, that's interesting. Uh, you Alec leave Baldwin us no choice, night. listeners. <laughs> Alec Baldwin last night in New York confronted by his own people, uh, New York City lefties. So lefty on lefty violence, to, lefty on lefty crime took place last night on the streets of New York City. Take a listen. Can the media Oh, ouch. Shut the F up. Alec Baldwin, Mr. Tolerance. All right, uh, listen, I'm going to be filling in for the great one, Mark Levin, tonight at 6 o'clock, so stay tuned for that. I'm going to get to the story of what happened in Philadelphia with a transgender activist who has some very, 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 very disturbing charges that have been brought. Uh, And Philadelphia District Attorney Larry Krasner, who's very upset that they have now decided to strip him of some of his powers. So I'll share that with you as well in our next segment on Talk Radio 1210 WPHD. A lot more to come. Don't go away. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink... What you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. 
The Zioli Show on your schedule from Talk Radio 1210 WPHT in the free Odyssey app. All right, as we continue along here, before I turn it over to me and myself at 6 o'clock, filling in for the great one, Mark Levin, tonight. Stay tuned with me as I talk about the Houthis, who are making absolute fools out of us and disrupting international international commerce in a big, big way. Uh, 855-839-1210 on Twitter, at Rich Zioli. Great to have you with us today. And uh, just rolling along here. You know, I, I wanted to mention this. This is a very confusing story I'm trying to understand it about this woman in Philadelphia, this LGBTQ plus plus IA every letter of the alphabet activist who um, is now accused of underage rape. I'm trying to understand this because it's confusing. I don't know how a woman can rape people. I'm I'm just trying, I'm trying to understand the story here. I have the, article in my formerly pangolin stained fingers and I'm trying to figure this out. LGBTQ plus plus IA every letter of the alphabet activist charged in rape of two minors after previously being the victim of a violent assault in 2020. Kendall Stevens 37 was arrested Monday after an investigation into sexual assaults from September 2023. She has been charged with two counts of rape indecent assault endangering the welfare of a child corruption of minors and related charges. I, I, how does a woman rape? How does a woman rape somebody, though? I just don't understand. What am I missing here? Stevens is the same woman who survived a brutal hate crime in her Point Breeze home on August 24, 2020, when the attacker, Tymesha Waring, pleaded guilty to aggravated assault and conspiracy. According to the DA, Waring was sentenced to 11 and a half to 23 months of house arrest with electronic monitoring with no parole eligibility until 18 months of home confinement, as well as 120 hours of community service, a letter of apology to Stevens, and completion of court-monitored anger management program. And the bail into these latest allegations is set at $500,000. But again, I'm just, I'm just trying to understand the, the mechanism by which a woman rapes somebody. Because I always hear that it's, it's you know, men, men, men are rapists. Men can be rapists. I don't know. I just don't know. I'm trying to understand the story here. Let me see if I can get some more details here. Uh, oh, 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 okay. Now I understand. Now, you see, this is what I was missing. This is why, as I was reading from Fox 29 in Philly, now I'm at the Daily Wire. Now it makes sense. So, see, Kendall Stevens is a man who identifies as a woman and obviously still has a uh, package, did not get the chop off. Okay, okay, now that, now, now that, see, now that makes sense. It's confusing, though, when you read it, because you're like, she, 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 and then you read it, and you go, how does she rape uh, somebody without a penis? But um, Kendall Stevens clearly has one. Right. See, this is part of the, and I knew this, by the way, I was just... Having a little fun, uh, but this is this is what I mean about the assault on truth in our in our in our country and, and our language and why it's so important that we push back on this. Kendall Stevens is a biological male, and that, that's important because the crime of rape typically involves a penis. Tip, I mean, typically not not in every circumstance, but typically it does, and it's very difficult to. I mean, you could you could obviously pin people down and, and insert things into them and take advantage of them that way. But I don't think that that's what we're talking about here, obviously. Kendall Stevens, 37-year-old man who identifies as a woman, had a preliminary arraignment in Philadelphia court on Monday and was charged with rape, involuntary deviant sexual intercourse, unlawful contact with minors, corruption of minors, unlawful contact with minors, indecent assault against people less than 13 years of age. My God. Obscenity to minors and endangering the welfare of children according to court documents. Further details about Stevens' alleged crimes have not yet been revealed as the investigation continues. Stevens' bail was set for $250,000, and his next court hearing is scheduled for December 29th, according to CBS Philadelphia. Why only $250,000? It seems like this individual is a real danger to our children. I mean, what, I mean a real absolute sicko. Stevens is very close to Larry Krasner. And Bob Casey, too. Bob Casey Jr. Stevens is a very big, prominent activist in the Democrat Party. This is why the Democrat Party is insane. 
they have given a, a home to people like this. In 2020, the LGBTQ++ IA, every letter of the alphabet activist, was assaulted in his home in South Philadelphia. You see, the Daily Wire uses the correct pronouns here, which is important because if you're, put, if you're piecing together a crime and you say she raped people, it's not accurate for the details of the crime. And we should be accurate in life. We should be accurate and we should give proper information, I think. I mean, isn't that just, doesn't that seem to be logical to you? Quote, there needs to be a call to action for our newly democratically controlled state house of representatives to push hate crime laws to include LGBTQ plus plus IA, every little alphabet identified individuals as protected classes in the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania. Stevens said at the time after Stevens was attacked, my trans siblings who met an untimely demise due to anti-trans violence are crying out from the grave and they deserve justice. Stevens was then praised by leftist Philadelphia District Attorney Larry Krasner for advocating for queer victims of violent crime. And this is what Krasner said, quote, Ms. Stevens continues to speak out loudly on behalf of other queer victims of violent crime, all while pursuing graduate studies. Stevens also spoke at a campaign event for the state Democratic Governor Josh Shapiro during his 2022 campaign, where the trans activists endorsed Shapiro in the race against Republican Doug Mastriano. What she said, what, what he said at the time was Josh Shapiro is a man of faith, family, and fairness, and his track record from protecting LGBTQ IA, every letter of the alphabet rights to defending reproductive rights is one of fighting for the most vulnerable Pennsylvanians. That was said in March of 2022 by the as uh, as the governor proudly took the endorsement of this sicko pedophile. Disgusting. I mean, truly disgusting. But I mean, not not really surprising, is it? I mean, it's not. Is it really that surprising to you that somebody like this could be such a freaking whack job lunatic, just an absolute evil person, under 13 years of age, allegedly allegedly raping two minors who are both under the age of 13 years old. The exact details were not immediately available. All right. Well, I guess we'll continue to follow this, but it just seems to me that uh, two points here. Number one is that this is disgusting and it, it really does deserve national news and national attention, but it also deserves national attention and national news because uh, these are the kind of people who would ever uh, surround themselves as victims. They, they constantly refer to themselves as victims and they're predators. I mean, Kendall Stevens is a predator, was preying on children, and yet ran for years now with the victim mentality and the victim card, which ultimately led to, in fact, even the White House coming out and saying that they needed to have a, like a trans day of genocide remembrance or whatever the hell it was, where I talked to Wilfred Riley about this, you know, and trans people are not being... There's no genocide going on against them. Crimes against them are, are, are no more common than crimes against people who are not trans. But it's like anything else. We, they have to keep pushing a narrative and they advance it every single day. And when the truth comes out, the facts of, of who the people are, then those stories get buried very, very quickly. Like everybody who reads, if you don't take the, the, the time to actually go to a site like the Daily Wire or the Post Millennial or any of these other sites, or listen to me, you would just read the typical Philadelphia mainstream corporate garbage and assume that this was a woman who somehow was able to rape young kids. And you'd go, how does, how does a woman do that? And you'd be, con- you'd be confused, and you'd, you'd have every right to be confused because it's incredibly confusing, no question about it. It's incredibly confusing because you say to yourself, just, I don't understand how that, how that happens. I, don't, I just don't understand the mechanism by how it happens. And you're right to feel that way because it's very, very, and I'm looking at all the pictures that Kendall Jackson uh, posted on social media, Kendall Stevens, excuse me. Now uh, the local news, of course, referred to her as she, obviously charged with the indecent assault of a person under 13 rape, unlawful consent with minor sexual offenses and endangering the welfare of children. And the court appearance will be on December 29th. And the investigation is not being led by the district attorney's office, but by another agency. Well, that's probably good that it's another agency, but still, you got to ask yourself, how would Larry Krasner handle this anyway? And probably assume that she just acted out because she's a victim and can't deal with the oppression. I'm saying he would say she acted out. He would, of course, use that, much like how the local media would use the 
pronouns that they would uh, <clears throat> assume that everybody has to, because we have to live in a world where we, 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 don't, we don't deal in truth. We have to lie. We have to lie to ourselves. And I, I have a problem with that. Truth for its own sake is a noble is a noble thing. And I just I have a problem when people force us to lie and use words that are not true, use language that isn't true. You know what I mean? I, I have a real issue with that. Because it's not truth and it's not and and so I teach my children all the time to tell the truth, but this is not truth. This is a lie. Now the details here. Philadelphia. If we can get the Oh, that's all right. Matt, you know what? Don't worry about it. Okay, I made my point. 855-839-1210 on Twitter, at Rich Zeal, if you want to weigh in today. Everything we are discussing, actually, don't bother because I have uh, a very quick segment left. And then I'll be filling in for the great one, Mark Levin. So stay tuned for that and don't go anywhere because we got a lot more, we got a lot more runway. We got a lot more showtime. You know what I mean? We're just, we're just getting warmed up here, as they say in the biz. We're just getting warmed up. So don't go anywhere. But listen, I want to tell you about my friends at Cherry Hill Vavo. I'm so grateful for the outstanding work that Cherry Hill Volvo has done for me, my family, for our station, standing with us. And they have a huge renovation going on right now at the dealership. And that means more opportunities for you to save on top of their already aggressive pricing and promotions. How's this, for example? An extra $1,000 off on a new Volvo plus owner loyalty. An extra $2,000 off when you use Volvo Car Financing or Volvo Lease. Or $7,500 off a plug-in Volvo. These are great, great incentives on top of all the other incentives that they already have for you. Because Judith Krupnik and Yosef Cohen, they work so hard to find the absolute best savings for you every single time. So whether you want to drive an SUV like I drive or maybe the S-Class made in their plant in South Carolina, there is something for you at Cherry Hill Volvo that you're going to love. Maybe you want a certified pre-owned car. These are like new with an incredible warranty, but without the big new new car sticker price. So, I mean, it's a home run. Or perhaps you want to join the Care by Volvo program that I'm in, in which case every five months you're eligible for a new Volvo, or you can keep the Volvo you have, or you can, uh, you can get rid of the lease altogether. Plus, one low monthly payment includes your car insurance, prepaid scheduled maintenance, tire and wheel care, 15,000 miles annually, excessive wear coverage, and more. It really is a great subscription service tailored to you. And I know that you are going to love driving a Volvo because they are safe and they are beautiful cars. Bridget drives the XC90, and when we take it up to go see her family after Christmas break, I know that uh, we'll get up there safe and sound, even though the Adirondack roads can be snowy and icy and everything else, but we'll be in good hands. So reach out to them today. Cherry Hill Volvo on Route 70 in Cherry Hill. They sponsor our studios. We broadcast live from the Cherry Hill Volvo studios because Judith and Yosef and the entire team there stand with us. Cherry Hill Volvo, where relationships matter. Thanks for listening to the Seoli Show podcast from Talk Radio 1210 WPHT and the Odyssey app. All right, before we wrap it up here and turn it over to myself, filling in for the great one, Marco Van. You know, speaking of Larry Krasner, this guy is the absolute worst, as you know. He really is. He's a total slime ball, and he's a leftist, Marxist, soft on crime, district attorney, and it's he's he's the problem in Philadelphia. I mean, he's a cancer. So they passed this bill in the Pennsylvania legislature, which essentially now strips him of certain powers if there's crime on a SEPTA property because Larry Krasner doesn't prosecute. And guess what? It was signed into law by the Democrat governor, Josh Shapiro. In fact, uh, Krasner was asked about that the other day as he was getting into the car. Fox 29 tried to catch up with him and they kept asking him, like, what do you, what do you say about the fact that, that, that this bill was, was signed by the governor of your party? I mean, Time the Democrat r- party, like, why, why, you know, what do you say to that? And of course, he just gets in the car. He doesn't have anything to say. This is an assault on him. This is assault on the people and everything else. But I mean, you know, give me a break. I mean, you know exactly what it is. Here, Did take a listen not to this. want to talk about the governor. The governor signed off on the bill. Could you answer that? Nope, the governor, yep, nope, nope. And he, in the end, did not answer that. Now, a spokesperson for the Attorney General's office, Michelle Henry, she's the one who would appoint the special prosecutor, said that the office is really still trying to figure out exactly what this bill calls for and how the funding mechanism will actually work. It is highly likely it will be challenged in court. Well, it shouldn't be challenged in court because the legislature passed it. Act 40, I said 140, Act 40. Approved by the Democratic-led State House last week before it was signed into law by Democrat Governor Josh Shapiro. It strips Krasner of the right to prosecute crime happening near SEPTA stations and hands it to a special prosecutor appointed by the state attorney general. 
Why do you think they're doing that? They're doing that because Larry Krasner doesn't prosecute people. They want to strip this guy of his power as best they possibly can. Now, they should have just impeached him. When they impeached him, they should have just removed him in the Senate. So they should have done. But of course, now all these people who are crying and screaming about things, saying how unfair it is to Larry Krasner. He gave a press conference on this. Here's a little bit of what he said. Take a listen. Thank you, Senator. I appreciate that. <clears throat> I woke up this morning and the cover of the newspaper was that Joe Biden is being impeached by Republicans who say they have no evidence of a crime. They have no evidence of corruption. Does that sound familiar to you? The Philadelphia District Attorney was impeached a while ago. Why? For no crime and for no corruption. And that effort failed. The Commonwealth Court at that time ruled, you can't do that. It is an attack on democracy. It is an assault on people's right to vote. That case is under consideration at this time in the Supreme Court. But what came next? Well, what came next, frankly, is predictable. Go ahead. What came next we stripped is power. the erasure of 155,102 votes in the city of Philadelphia. Those are people who supported the current district attorney of Philadelphia. What was also erased were the 60,000 votes against. Those votes don't... Why, why don't you take it up with your own party? I mean, this is, this is another great sign, right? You've got John Fetterperson, the United States senator, coming out and saying that his party does not represent him. That the party's nuts, and he, he, he's not, you know, he wants to make it very, very clear. Uh, he's against the party on the border. He's against the party on their stance against Israel. John Fetterperson wants to make sure that a foreign country doesn't, doesn't own U.S. steel. John Fetterperson doesn't want China buying up farmland. He has to take time out of his busy day to remind everybody that he breaks from the Democrat Party on these issues. What does that tell you about the Democrat Party? And then the Democrat Party has allowed people like Kendall Brooks into the party and also to the Democrat Party has also Kendall Stevens. I keep saying the wrong name, Kendall Stevens. And the Democrat Party has enabled people like Larry Krasner to be in the party. A guy who believes that his job is to be the public defender for criminals in the city of Philadelphia. And that's what he does. He is a he's a public defender for criminals. And so the Democrat led legislature and the Democrat led governor Stripped Larry Krasner of some of his authority. There is a cancer in the Democrat Party right now. It is a cancer of extremism. The Democrat Party is the party of extremism and whack jobs. It is. And it does not identify with mainstream Americans. It does not relate to workers. It doesn't relate to blue-collar workers anymore. It doesn't relate to normal thinking people anymore. Because it has embraced such chaos in the ranks that you can have a biological male beat a young woman in sports and walk around the locker room parading his junk and that that is somehow okay. And if you have a problem with that, you're the problem. That's the kind of lunacy I'm talking about. So you can have this transgender activist who rapes underage kids, little kids, and then somehow the media still writes and describes this person as she. It is crazy town. And you and I both know this. And now Democrats are starting to realize how much of a liability all this is. You keep hearing about abortion being an issue for Republicans. I'm telling you all this crazy stuff is way more of an issue for Democrats. It really is. The extremism of allowing crime and an open border and allowing the culture of our country to continue to rot, all these things are major issues for the Democrats. Here's more Krasner. Either. Let us understand what is happening here in only one county in the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania, the biggest city, the most diverse city, the one that is overwhelmingly Democratic votes. In that one city, a Republican-led measure has just erased 155,102 votes for the current Good. DA. Good. And the idea Good. is to replace that person's authority with the authority of an appointed... Why did you have any issue when, when they impeached Trump twice? How that was that was erasing the votes of, of, of 80 million people. Why didn't, why didn't you have any issues with that? These guys are such hacks. And they spent all their time trying to remove Donald Trump from office, trying to block Donald Trump from being on the ballot in New York and in Georgia at the federal level. And yet when they strip Larry Krasner of some of his authority, not all of it, but some of his authority, 
they scream bloody murder, right? They scream bloody murder and they all, they all, they all play the, the victim card. Republicans are destroying democracy. Try to remove the duly elected president on two different occasions. Try to undermine him with phony Russian collusion. Try to keep him from being on the ballot using all these court cases. And that's fine. You're allowed to do that. That's okay. That's okay. No problem. I mean, give me a break. You know, it, it, this, it's, it's, it's the thing that bothers everybody, the duplicity of these people. And I feel, I don't feel sorry for them for a second. Krasner had this coming. He allowed this city to turn into a, a cesspool of crime. And the legislature is doing what it has to do to deal with him as best they possibly can. They should go further and remove him from office. They should remove Larry Krasner as a district attorney, but they won't. But at least the Democrat-led legislature and the Democrat governor signed this into law, which will at least strip Larry Krasner of some of his ability to further destroy the city of Philadelphia. All right, I'm going to fill in for the great one, Mark Levin, in just a few minutes, so stay tuned. We have a full show for you tonight. We'll talk about all the latest in the Middle East, including the Houthis and what they are doing to destroy international commerce and make the United States of America look like a bunch of fools and clowns. So we'll get to that as well. But I want to tell you about my friends at Emmons Roofing uh, and Siding because they do great work. And I've used Emmons in my home for more than six years on every project you can think of from roofing, siding, windows, doors, and yes, kitchen and bathroom remodeling. I used Emmons for, them, for that as well. They, they remodeled our kitchen and bathroom, did a fantastic job. Bridget loved it, and that's what counts, right? You can see the Emmons Design showroom in Cherry Hill or go to EmmonsRemodeling.com and see all their projects. And when it comes to your home, you'll get a lifetime warranty on that roof. If you have a shore house, remember, winter is brutal on shore homes. Have that roof inspected for free by Emmons. Let them come out and take a look at it for you. They'll never tell you you need a new roof if you don't. But if you do, you're going to get the outstanding, trustworthy service and dedication of true professionals that I have used now for over six years in my home. Just go to EmmonsRoofing.com. They serve Pennsylvania, New Jersey, Delaware, and the Jersey Shore, and they are there for you and your family. EmmonsRoofing.com. Rich Zioli, weekday afternoons, 3 to 7, Talk Radio 1210, WPHT, and on the free Odyssey app. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 